Hello everyone, and welcome to the Building Strength Podcast with your host, Theo Lim. So, currently driving in the car, I was debating whether or not to do this podcast right now or wait till I got home, but there is a good amount of traffic right now, so I pulled out the earphones, plugged them in, and I will get this one done. We got episode number 14 here. Not sure what I'm titling this because last week I started the walking and talking sessions and I could make it number two but I'm not really walking right now. So I got the driving and talking session right now. Anyway, Wednesday morning here. I usually record on the Wednesdays for you guys who don't know. Wednesday morning it's about 9.30 in the morning. Just a quick rundown, give you some background info. I trained this morning at 6.30 a.m. with one of my clients, Nuno. I just had one client today, so I jumped in with him. We did our push workout. Got that in, feel good. I love morning workouts. I'm not sure if you're a morning person or an evening person, but for me, I'm a morning person, so to get something done by 7.30, like to be done my training by 7.30, that feels really good. And I feel super energized already. Um, I've always been like this ever since I was very young, always a morning person, always up at 6 a.m., ready to do shit. The downside is that by the evening, by 8, by 9 p.m., I'm completely pooped, I'm drained, I'm pretty much useless at the time, at that time. So I got session 14 today, episode 14. It's been a bit of a busy week, which is why I'm recording the podcast while I'm driving or while I'm getting a walk-in. Um, busy, not so much with work, but more so preparing for this weekend. So this weekend there, I'm attending a two-day course out in New Jersey. The course is run by Joe DeFranco and Jim Smith. Very excited for this course. It's a, it's on, based around strength training, um, strength and conditioning. The course itself is called CPPS. Um, It's like a movement preparation or performance preparation. I think the acronym stands for Certified Performance Preparation Specialist. Something like that, I'm not too sure. Um, I'm really just excited to see and meet and hear Joe DeFranco talk in person because if you guys don't know Joe DeFranco he's been around the strength industry for a long time now like 10 20 years Um, he was one of the first coaches that I started following like way back when I first started lifting this was about 10 years ago now like 2007 2008 he was already putting out articles putting out content to help people um, with their strength and conditioning journey. 
So I followed a couple of his programs when I first started. Um, and I've been following him ever since. So I'm super excited to finally meet him. Finally um, sit in that room and just let him impart his knowledge and wisdom on me. I listen to his podcast pretty religiously. So exactly I'm just excited just really excited for this so there's a bit of preparation that I have to do before the course I've got to read a bunch I've got to read I think one more short book so before the course they sent they sent us all um, a bunch of DVDs and a bunch of textbooks just to prepare ourselves for the course so we're to read these things and prepare a bit of work prior to actually attending the course. So I've been working on that a lot this week. Um, and just like getting my mind right for it, making sure I have everything I need in terms of making the nine hour drive, 10 hour drive down to New Jersey, um, setting up my weekend, making sure I take care of everything at home before I leave for the weekend. So that's what I'm currently dealing with. The rest of the day, today I'm going to upload this podcast. I've got, so I already trained this morning, but I've got to train again later this afternoon. I rarely do this, like two a days is not something I recommend, but I fucked up. I missed my training session yesterday. So right now I've got to squeeze in four sessions in the next three days. So four sessions in Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I already did one this morning. I'm gonna do a short deadlift and back workout tonight. Then I'll be able to squat and do my leg workout tomorrow on Thursday. And then on Friday, I'll be able to hit my last push workout. That will set me up for the weekend. I won't have to worry about training on the weekend. I'll just be at that course. It's like 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. on both days. So I expect to be pretty pooped after the weekend. So that's a quick rundown on my week right now. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on is, so I got to speak to a nutritionist. Her name's Amanda Lee. Her company is amazing. I did a phone consultation with her. This was, um, this actually was really, really helpful, both for myself, but also I, the reason why I did that phone call with her, we did like a one hour, one and a half hour phone call. This was her initial consultation. So anyway, I did this phone call because um, at Myo Detox Performance, the gym I work at, we're looking for a nutritionist that we can refer our members and our clients to. So I hopped on the call with Amanda just to see what the process was, see what she's all about, um, really give her a chance to show us what she's got basically. And it was amazing. I was, she helped me out with my own diet. Like I'll go into this a little deeper. But she helped me out, but she also helped me out so much with how I can help other people with their nutrition. 
because a lot of my clients, most of my business is within training, right? I don't do that much nutrition work, but a lot of my clients do ask me for like some nutrition guidance, right? So the reason why I don't do that much nutrition work right now is that I just don't have that much experience yet under my belt. Um, I don't have that much experience under my belt helping myself and then I don't have that much experience helping others. So this is something that I've been working on, consistently working on, improving, so better helping myself and then that always in turn results in me being able to help other people a little better anyway so just a quick rundown on her consultation process we hopped on a phone call and the first thing she asked me was what I kind of expected out of the call as well as what I was currently struggling with so what I told her was I'm currently struggling with getting a good amount of food variety in my in my diet food variety and sometimes I binge right so that was where I was at when I entered the phone call one sec So, her nutrition company is called Wellness Simplified. Wellness Simplified. So I hopped on the call with her, told her what I was currently dealing with, and then from there, it was just a really good process. The way she did it, I was very impressed with it. I learned a lot. I basically gonna replicate the way she rolled through it with me. Again, she spent a lot of time with me. Um, we went very in depth. So then she asked me like, okay, what's a sample, sample day of your diet? What does a day of eating look like for you? So I told her, I told her that I generally have two meals, two bigger meals. If I'm really hungry that day, I'll have three meals. Um, I usually start eating around 10, 11 a.m., maybe 12 p.m. on some days. So I usually won't have a breakfast. I'll eat around noon and I'll eat my last meals usually around nine or 10 p.m. So I have two meals, two or three main meals, and then I have a shake on top of that on most days. And what my issue was, was that my two meals are generally the same. And then I have a shake, which is pretty diverse, but I think from a health standpoint, from a food variety standpoint, having different meals would help a little bit. So I told her about my day of eating and then from there, she was just really good at picking up on habits or mostly habits of like why someone would eat the way they do and how they could maybe improve the way they're eating. Um, really just about like the systems around how you're going about your eating, right? 
Like, are you eating at home? Are you eating in the car? You know, stuff like that. So then, from there, she had a really awesome chart. She had a really cool chart of food. It broke it down from like protein sources, fat sources, um, carbohydrate store sources, and then that broke down from like starchy, non-starchy vegetables, fruits. And she literally went through the whole chart with me, asking me to tell her whether or not I ate that food on a regular basis or I didn't. Um, so from there, she really like picked up on what you ate on a regular basis, what your diet consists of mainly. Um, are you eating the same thing every day? Are you not eating the same thing every day? Are you prepping your meals? Are you not prepping your meals? Are you eating out mostly or are you eating home cooked food most of the time? So things like that. After she ran through that food chart with me, after she ran through the sample day of eating and the food chart with me, I feel like if someone was honest with her, if you're honest with her, like she basically knows how you're generally rolling from day to day in terms of your diet, in terms of your nutrition. So from there, now that she kind of had a good idea of like which foods I ate on the regular and how I was going about eating them and why, she could make very actionable recommendations. Um, and I guess before that, she would ask if someone was familiar with macronutrients or if they weren't familiar with macronutrients. And she, she saw that I was familiar with them, so she didn't really go into that that much. I told her what kind of macros I generally follow on an average day. Um, so if someone's not aware of their macronutrients, she said that she would go in depth into that before actually making recommendations. <clears throat> so, excuse me. So she made actionable recommendations for me. Um, one big thing was she said I should look at my fiber intake just as diligently as I do with my carbohydrate, my protein, and my fat intake. So fiber intake, and in terms of increasing variety for my carbohydrates, because carbohydrates, my main source is usually white rice. And I'll have bread here and there, but not that much. It's always white rice. And I kind of knew that, not this isn't an issue, but I kind of knew that there's some room for improvement there. So to bang out two birds with one stone, she recommended that I try, instead of cooking three cups of rice, to try cook two cups of rice and add one cup of lentils. Um, basically, this would increase my fiber intake as well as increasing the variety of my carbohydrates just by doing that one simple step. So she gave me that action item. Um, she also gave me just a tip on the fish oil. She said that fish oil we should probably keep in the refrigerator most of the time, or if not all the time, um, just because she said a high percentage of fish oils that are being sold are already rancid or on the way to rancid. So putting it in the fridge would be a good step. 
for me, those were like the action items she gave me. Um, and it was really helpful as in like she, oh, she also told me to vary my protein powder intake. As in, I always take whey. I take whey protein. Um, she said in terms of preventing a food sensitivity to consider having another source of protein powder. So maybe like a grass-fed one or a vegan whey or not a vegan whey, that's stupid. Um, that's not what I meant. Or a grass-fed, grass-fed is usually whey too. So more like casein protein or a pea protein, something other than whey was her recommendation. Just to switch it up, so those were the three action items she gave me. Red lentils, protein powder variety, as well as fish oil in the fridge. So for me, I think it was pretty simple because she realized that I had a decent enough handle on the food. And what she's really concerned about is someone's like mental someone's mental state and someone's relationship with food, right? Like off the bat, I told her, let's go back. I told her I binge eat sometimes, right? Like I have a big sweet tooth and I'll just crush a whole package of something. And anyway, the first thing she asked me was like, okay, how does that, like, how do you feel when that happens though? Like, do you feel bad about yourself? Do you feel, do you feel really down about it? Like, does it affect you? really negatively and I told her no like I don't really feel down about it I have a really good or I think I have a healthy relationship with food so I definitely appreciated like where she was getting at with that um, because again this is something I preach as well like a healthy relationship with food is very key um, you shouldn't think about food as being either good or bad it's just like no food is inherently bad or good. It's really just come, coming down to how much of it are you eating, right? And also in terms of looking at food like it's this evil thing, like this food, I want food so much, it's holding me back from my goals. It sh you shouldn't look at it like that. Food should be looked at as a good thing. Like food is your fuel. It's your fuel to train and it's your fuel to recover from training. So it's not a bad thing. Um, so having this relationship with food, having a healthy relationship with food is very important. So what I really took away from speaking to Amanda was just taking the time to sit there and listen to the person talk about what they're currently doing with their food trying to find like small things here and there in which a small action, a small, very actionable recommendation can make a big difference. Um, she also went into a whole lot of other stuff, which was really great, but I also really appreciated. So she says she has a couple options when it comes down to her services after the consultation. And that is, she can either give like a sample meal plan 
or a sample macronutrient breakdown for the next week. So the next seven days, here's a sample plan, follow it, see how it feels. But she also just, she also does um, week to week check-ins, weekly check-ins, just like I do with my online training, except this is for nutrition. And what I really, really liked about this portion of that conversation is that she asked, she says for the weekly check-ins, she'll ask someone, say the person track macros for the week. Okay. What was your best day of tracking? And what was your worst day? And between those two days, like what was the biggest difference between a good day and a bad day? And what I really loved about this is that it's going to help the client really take a critical look at what happened between the two days. Maybe on the bad day, they were very stressed out. They were very dehydrated and they just wanted to eat everything in sight. Like it would make them feel better. That's just an example, right? But you see, by addressing these things, by asking these great questions, she's able to get down to the core of what's really going on. Like is stress, is a stressful day at work affecting what you're doing with your diet, what you're doing with the rest of the day? Um, and she also asks one of her sample questions she told me would be like, okay, out of the whole week, what was your favorite meal? And I think that's just such a great question. Like it's so underrated, but it's like, it's going to let that person know like, okay, this meal I really enjoyed. Um, and I really enjoyed it for X and Y reasons. I just really like the taste of it, but just getting someone to acknowledge that they did really well that day and that they enjoyed that meal. It's like now that person is very aware that that meal was good. They really enjoyed it. And now they can add that meal to their regular routine and bam, they just added one more meal if they haven't already to their consistent routine. So I just wanted to touch on that. I actually don't know why I went into that, but that's something that was about, that was a couple days ago. And that was just something where I got off the phone with her and I was like, this is amazing. I need to write all of this down right now because I just learned so much. Um, just asking someone, okay, tell me about your average day of eating and just sitting there and listening to them talk. And then it's like, okay, let me take you through this chart. Tell me what you regularly eat. And let's see if we can, there's any room for improvement along this chart. Maybe the person doesn't eat fruits at all, or maybe the person doesn't eat green vegetables at all. It's just like, it's going to point out what someone is missing or not missing, right? Maybe someone's having too much of something. But anyway, I just wanted to share that with you guys. I really enjoyed that phone call with Amanda. Again, she doesn't really know that I am talking about her right now. Shit, I didn't know I was going to talk to her, talk about this. So let me just plug her real quick. I'm going to include all this stuff on the show notes as well. So her company is Wellness Simplified. Name is Amanda Lee. You can find her at her website. It's nutritionwellnesssimplified.com. 
Her Instagram is at W Simplified. And I'm pretty sure she has a Facebook and YouTube as well. Just look her up, Amanda Lee Dietitian. Just a quick background here, her approach. Anyway, I won't go too much into it. I'll leave that to you guys. If you guys are looking for help with nutrition, just like a whole, a more holistic approach to it, um, she's the one to go to. Like, she, it was awesome. I learned so much about what I currently do and how I can help others. Actually, another thing was like, because of the questions she asks, it's like, if you actually wanted help, you had to be honest, right? And by being honest with her, even me, like I knew what I was eating, like I knew what was going on with my diet. But when you have to tell someone else what's going on with your diet and like, and be 100% honest about it, I was sitting there like telling her, oh yeah, sometimes I binge, like I'll eat the whole container of hummus um, and however many pitas that it takes to do that. And it's like, as I'm telling her this, I'm like, yeah, this is kind of fucked up a little. Like, you need to watch yourself a little on that. But anyway, so I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that conversation with her. I'm going to pause right here, guys. I just arrived at home. So I'm going to pause, gather my thoughts, and I'll be back real quick. So I just got into my house. It's always such a great feeling coming home, eh? Don't you guys love that feeling? Just going home, saying hello to your house, like I'm home. Anyway, um, a quick update on a book that I'm reading. I'm reading Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. Um, that's my current bathroom read. As in, I read that when I sit on the toilet. And it's a good one um, for the toilet because it's not like a long-winded story. It's a couple pages each. So what Tim Ferriss did, he's he basically interviewed like 8 million people. Um, High-level executives, billionaires. He interviewed them and each person basically has two or three pages where Tim will kind of present what he thinks will provide the best value for the readers, us. Um, one thing I really enjoyed was there was one segment. He touched on, the person he was interviewing touched on meditation and breathing, which you guys know I'm really into. Um, like breathing is so key. So one exercise, I guess, that the person recommended was the loving kindness meditation. And this is something I've been trying now since I read it. I've been trying it, I guess it's almost a week. And I love it. I mean, sometimes you forget about it, right? Some, like mindfulness is like that, being mindful. It can be tough. Um, sometimes you forget about you forget about being mindful, and then you remember again. You're like, oh yeah, I need to um, 
need to bring my attention back. So anyway, the loving kindness meditation. The person recommended to, it only takes 10 seconds. So say you go to work or you're driving to work, wherever you are, right? Um, to just look at the people beside you and you don't have to say it out loud. You just think it in your head. And again, this only takes 10 seconds. You think it in your head. You think, I wish happiness upon this person. And then you look to your right and you say, I wish happiness upon that person. And that's it. That's literally it. So 10 seconds of loving kindness. And he just recommends to repeat this throughout the day as much as you can, right? Um, or whenever you can remember. So as I'm driving, instead of, you know, someone cuts me off, and instead of the usual reaction, which is like, that fucking dick. I mean, I'm gonna, and I, I have a problem with that. Um, as in, if someone cuts me off, I'll purposely speed up, go around him so I can cut them off. It's like, you know, gotta get that revenge, right? Anyway, so instead of doing that, it's more like someone cuts you off and it's like, I wish happiness upon that person. Again, you don't really actually have to say it. You just got to think it. Um, and then this has helped me a lot with my clients too, where instead of getting frustrated with them um, or getting frustrated with myself, I'll look at them and I'll just think, I wish happiness upon this person. Or even someone who I don't have like that great of a relationship with, but that I see that I have to see very often, instead of like harboring negative thoughts about them or like, ah, oh, this person, blah, 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 blah. It's more like, I wish happiness upon that person. And it works. Like it really, really works. Um, it's just like, you can't help but be happy and positive when you're wishing happiness upon other people, right? Like you can't, you can't really do that from a negative state of mind. Like you can't really be a dick and be like, I wish happiness on that person. You know, it doesn't work like that. So anyway, that's something I wanted to share with you guys that I think has really, um, that I'm going to continue to practice and Continue to practice it silently and just breathe that love, that kindness into the world. And we'll see how it goes. Um, so that, in addition to, like I had a crazy weekend. I got to hang out with a couple of my friends that I haven't hung out with in a while. Um, then I hung out with my parents I'm going to switch here, switch topics here a little. Um, and it's just something I've been struggling with recently where like, I'm not really sure how to go about life. Like there's so many avenues I could go. There are so many opportunities. Um, and I like, I love life right now. I, I love the whole training game. I love training clients early morning. I love having the day off and I love having, I love training clients in the evening. 
And as I've mentioned before, like I have big, I have really big goals. Um, I have like a good idea of the kind of lifestyle I'd like to live. Nothing super extravagant, but I've always, always like put a really high value on being comfortable, being able to do whatever the hell I want, whenever I want. Just having that freedom, right? That liberty to be able to do whatever the hell you want. For me, that's a big thing. Um, so there's just been like this internal struggle of, okay, like how hard do I go in business? Like, do I go balls to walls like business? Cause there are business goals that I have. Um, like I want to pursue these things. I want to achieve these things. I want to have X amount of clients, X amount of training sessions, X amount of hours that I put in every week. And then on the other hand, it's like, but I have such a wonderful girlfriend and I want to give her the attention and the love that I think she deserves. Um, and she's busy. She's got young children. Um, I don't think I've ever shared this. So my girlfriend has three children. Um, two of them are younger. And one of them is almost an adult. So she's got a really busy life, just like a full-time job, taking care of two younger children and like trying to take care of herself when she can. So for me, it's just like this evolution and this, this like realization that she's in a different mode than I am. And that I really love her and that I really want to be able to take care of her. Because when you're taking care of two children and working a full-time job, I don't think she has that much time to for self-love, you know? So that's something, like, that's always in the back of my mind. Like, okay, how can I help her? Like, and then there's the other... Then there's like the third aspect of life, which is my immediate family, like my mother and father. Um, and again, if you guys listened to previous podcasts, if you guys follow me on social media, you know the whole family situation. And that's just something like, I just, I just don't really know how to approach things. Not, not that I don't know how to approach it, just like there's always this conflict of, okay, I want to put X amount of hours into business and personal growth, but I also can't neglect these people in my life. Like this is family. Um, and actually yesterday was a super crazy day because not a crazy day. It was just like the thought I started getting into my own head and I didn't, sh I haven't shared this with anyone. I guess I'll put this out here. I haven't even told my girlfriend. <laughs> so yesterday, um, my, I was hanging out with my father. We had lunch together and then we just chilled and watched some television together. Um, and my mom had gone to a dentist appointment. So 
I was hanging out with my dad. We were on our own. And the thought just hit me. It's like, if any of my, if either of my parents die, like, what the fuck am I going to do? Um, as in, like, they're such a big part of life. And I guess we all deal with this at some point or another in life. And I think it was the first time where I really, really thought about it yesterday. And it just really scared me. Like, if my, say, mother passed away, like, my dad needs a caregiver. And it's like, that would be me, I think. And just the idea of that scared the shit out of me. Um, I actually sat there, like, I left my dad. He was watching TV. We were watching Die Hard. Die Hard number one with Hans Gruber. Shoutouts to Hans Gruber, the OG Die Hard villain. Anyway, I had to leave the room and like I thought about it and I just stood there and like cried for five minutes. I don't know what hit me, but I just stood there and like shed tears for five minutes. I was like, oh my God, if, if someone, if one of them dies, like what am I going to do? Or like if my mom dies... What the fuck am I going to do? Like, I have to take care of everything. So anyway, that... I guess that's the struggle I've been having for the last week or so. Um, and I've just been kind of taking time to process it. Like, let it, let it, like, let the thoughts come. Just, like, sit with it, right? So... I'm having this struggle right now. I don't know if you guys, I'm sure, I'm sure you guys have dealt with this too. Just like figuring out, figuring out where the priorities are in life. Um, and of course, at the end of the day, the answer comes, it's probably like all of them. Just find a good balance between your business, between your personal growth, um, between your love life and your family life. And it's like, just I'm always struggling with this always struggling with that balance like I really want to do so well in business that I really want to achieve all these things but at the same time it's like these people are so important to me and at the end of the day like even if I do achieve all these things but these people aren't here does it does any of it really matter um so that's what I'm currently dealing with um I know I always go off on like these tangents with the podcast. Um, I always try to like, if I don't have like one main topic that I really want to talk about, I'll usually talk about two or three different topics. Um, and it's usually things like I'm dealing with whether in the past week or the coming week. So that's that. That's life right now. Um, as always, life is great. Enjoy what you currently have. Enjoy the people you currently have. Because life is short, right? Like, life is really, really short. And at the end of the day, like... All of the achievements... Does it really matter if you don't have the people to celebrate it with? Like, does it really, really matter? Anyway, I'm going to leave it off at that. As always, guys, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already subscribed, subscribe to the damn podcast.
hit that five star rating on iTunes. Guys, anything, anything always, it always helps so much. Tell your friends about the podcast. Lastly, try that loving kindness meditation, guys. 10 seconds. Just look at the person, look at a stranger or someone you know, or think about someone you know, and just think to yourself, I wish happiness upon this person. And I wish happiness upon that person. And just see how it makes you feel. Until next time. Until next Thursday. Peace.